0: Greetings, welcome on board,
1: WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the market. It is certainly noteworthy that Joe is back, so we fabulously welcome him, and we're very glad that he's on board, and ah, we're ready to... My
2: age, I'm glad to be anywhere.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you're only 70-something, that's not bad. Uh, let's see, ask my 99-year-old Pop. <laughs> he's yeah, lucky well, to be he's... anywhere. He's quite happy, though. He's quite a guy. So, yeah, he's, he's listening, hopefully. So, Pop, we love you. Hang in there. Uh, let's see. On the other side of the glass, we are very glad to say that uh, he is back? back. Yes, right. Mr. Rob Sanders. He's on the other side of the glass. So we're glad he's back from vacation. He uh, might be well-rested. I didn't
3: ask he him went, about he that. He went
2: to my favorite spot, Gettysburg. Uh-huh. But I forgot all the restaurants he posted pictures of. I wonder if he got to Gettysburg Eddies. I forgot to ask that. Did you get to Gettysburg we Eddies? We were going to
4: stop there, but they're not dog friendly. They don't oh. have outdoor dining there, and we had our dog with us. Oh, uh, their food is dog uh,
2: friendly. Everybody would love their food. Yeah. Well, we're <laughs>
4: heading back down there again in November. We'll stop there for sure.
1: Okay. Okay. And some, I, I told you that I had heard or read something is new in Gettysburg. Do you have any idea what I'm talking about? Something new in Yeah, Gettysburg? new restaurant, new museum, something along that line. Uh, nope, sure. doesn't ring a bell. Okay. I'm the blending.
2: New, new visitor center. Is that but what it is? But that's been there for a few years now.
1: No, it wouldn't be that then, I guess. Rob knows he goes there sufficiently to know. Yeah, uh, he told us Gettysburg is a dog friendly town. Yes, it is. So you can take the whole family down there. So that's fabulous. Is so. it cat friendly too? <laughs> well, we maybe don't wanna, it, We don't want to rule out the cats here Maybe if there was such a thing as a friendly cat You could have a cat <laughs> well, friendly town <laughs> Oh you're welcome to bring your
2: cat <laughs> Okay yeah. leave it outside <laughs> yeah, Right well, before they, they, they shred they you the, they, I admire their guts They climbed the tower in Culp's Hill well, Get back a... on Mike here you're off Mike. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. You move the whole mic closer to you. All right. Thank you for the lesson and Mike. Mike techniques. Well, well, what after do you want. seventy years, you need a little. It's about time somebody told you. No, they me. climbed the tower on Culps Hill. Oh, no kidding. Yeah,
5: ninety-six wow. steps up. <laughs> well, that's
2: not I look weird. at it every time I go down there and say, "Do I feel like trying that today?" And then I always say, "No, I don't feel yeah, like the, trying that the today." The view is really nice from up. There. Yeah, I saw the pictures you posted. They're were, they were spectacular.
1: What is it about eight stories.
2: You can see or big so. round top and little round top. We did. Yeah. No. I mean, you can see them from Culp. Oh, Hill yeah. You
3: can see Devil's Den from up there. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yeah.
2: Uh, it's a great town to visit. All right. Gettysburg. I agree. I haven't been there in a while. i have to go back. You guys are making it sound more intriguing. All right.
1: Uh, <clears throat> yeah, and you wanted to stay away from Lewisburg over the weekend. They were, they were packed with and good And the original visitors.
2: railroad station is there where Abraham Lincoln rode into town to deliver the Gettysburg Address. No. Yeah. The exact same building. exact same station. Right across from the Gettysburg Diner, which has pretty good food. All right. Now you know. If you need <laughs> anything else to know about Gettysburg, ask Joe. He represents. Well, he, no, I, I think you could ask Rob, too. He, he spend a lot of time there. Joe He's works. been there more recently than I have been. Joe works for the, uh, what is that, Adams County? That is Adams County. Adams
1: County, County good. Uh, Visitors yeah. <laughs> Bureau. <laughs> All right, 1-800-795-9565. Not just random digits. I'm yelling out at Joe. It is the toll-free line. You're welcome to call us this morning. Maybe something in the news. Uh, of course, we had an interview this morning on Sunrise that related to the big supply chain issues that are continuing in the U.S. And uh, the good Dr. Chen from Bucknell University says that it will be, in fact, consumers who will solve the supply chain issues issues by demanding that they get solved and showing patience so that's something we're not especially good at anymore but uh, that's going to be a factor in getting us out of the supply chain issue just slowing down the global economy and not uh, could help kind of get us out of some of these supply chain issues plus we're going to have to make some of these chips in the US i believe intel is setting up shop in the US it, it actually said he said the supply chain crisis globally uh, which relates to transportation And chips and every other thing, and worker shortage uh, bolsters the made in USA. Okay, but the big issue today
2: is what? What is today?
1: It's uh, Indigenous Peoples Day. No,
2: it's Columbus Day.
1: No, I think it's Indigenous it's Peoples Day. It's Columbus Day.
2: Are we going to have this argument this year? <laughs>
1: okay. I, I don't know. But we would invite folks to call <laughs> in. Use that number, 1-800-795-9565. President Biden had a low pro, uh, profile over the week in Wilmington, so no observations about his uh, goings-on in, in Washington. But uh, all the talking shows on Sunday, were are talking about him. You can email us at on at com, and you can text us at 702. If you like, include the keyword OTM in your text uh, so that it uh, comes to the right in basket. So it'd be 70236. <laughs> the first time all week, I have to reset the text connect computer, Joe. Joe just
2: watches this. Well, while all. you're doing it, a judge in Philadelphia ruled that Philadelphia had to remove a plywood box covering a statue of Christopher Columbus that the city had been trying to remove from a park since the Explorer became a focus amid nationwide demonstrations against racial injustice. Now
1: let me stop you there. Folks have to picture this. We've seen pictures of this in the
2: car NCAR. The uh, carved or the wooden box around a plywood
1: box. Right. It's a giant, uh, just to envision a statue like the Cameron Park statue in Sunbury, only with a, an enormous plywood box around it so you don't see whatever might be underneath it. Of course, it's Chris is underneath there. Typical Philadelphia
2: insanity. So a judge says what? Common Pleas Court Judge Paula Patrick issued a ruling Friday in response to a request by the Friends of Marconi Plaza. Mayor Jim Kenney's administration quickly filed notice it would appeal and said it won't remove the box in the meantime. The Philadelphia Inquirer reported Attorney George Boschetto, who represents supporters of the 144 year old you vowed it would be visible by the time a scheduled Sunday parade concludes at the plaza. If the city doesn't take it down, we'll take it down for them. I didn't hear the rest of the story. Don't know whether they took the box uh, down? No,
1: they did not. And uh, nobody physically removed it? And no, a higher court rule on Sunday that they should keep it uncovered, In not so much because of the merits of the...
2: Uncovered or covered?
1: Covered. Keep okay. it covered. And not so much because of the merits of the argument that's underway, but because it would attract a a wide range of protesters during the Philadelphia Marathon and the uh, Italian-American festival that was underway. So rather than create a big clog and and a sort of a, uh, a strike point area, they decided that they would, uh, the judge said, no, keep it covered for now until this is resolved officially once and for all. So it's still covered this morning.
2: Well, that's too bad. I mean, I, I can understand the Italian community wanting to have some uh, some pride in there. Uh, they their need big a different pay. hero, though. Well, I, Columbus did do a pretty amazing thing for his time, don't right. you think? I mean, granted, he was less than a perfect human being, but he wasn't out of character for his time and his place, was he? I mean, he wasn't worse than others. He wasn't, um, you know, like the conquistadors who went into uh, South America and destroyed the Incan civilization. He wasn't quite that bad, was he? Well, I think he, he may have been the
1: same as some other torturous and enslaving and murderous leaders <laughs> Leaders in the world, but can you not find a better example of someone to raise up? And think of the fabulous, amazing Italian Americans that we've had in the U.S.
2: Suppose we uh, lift up Life Erickson who was probably the first person who actually did discover America, Viking. Mm-hmm. Now, they weren't exactly nice people. They raided English <laughs> churches and cut people's heads off and killed them. And they were
1: looking for white slaves.
2: And they, they were looking for farmland, believe it or not, in most instances. But, you know, so everybody we can pick, out, pick on from that era had some flaw or problem. And, you know, so we what do we do, throw them all out with the trash?
1: Well, I think uh, if you were to look at it from the perspective of indigenous people, the people who were uh, slashed and murdered and enslaved and their lands and, and goods and products stolen and taken and looted and plundered, I think if you could just... For a moment, kind of enjoy that attitude where you know you're you're being killed, your your families and your people are being killed, and oh, disease is being yes. brought to you. So I, I just think that uh, well, they didn't know they were bringing disease to these people. Well, that's true. Uh, that was a sort let's, of not, a, let's not let's not go overboard thing. here.
2: <laughs> All right, but <laughs> well, are, but are in you, any event, are you inclined I just to offer your home to the indigenous people who've taken whose land you took it from?
1: I, I don't think at some that point
2: I, back in the future that I land honestly, belonged to somebody else.
1: So I honestly don't think I. I'm I'm glad you asked that question. I honestly don't think this is resolved, and I think as our nation grows better and better, as it continues to do, that we may uh, end up with uh, either, you know, additional so reparations or, or compensation or something. When Who people knows?
2: say to illegal immigrants, "Go back where you came from," that's wrong. But if someone says an indigenous person says to us, "Go back where you came from," that's okay. I'm
1: not quite sure. that I I think there's a big difference between having an individual from Central America sneaking in the U.S. looking for work or whatever and uh, cutting off the arms of people who won't permit themselves to be enslaved by you or dumping them in the ocean halfway there if they continue to rebel. There is a slight difference there. It's very subtle. I, I wouldn't expect that you would pick up on it. All
2: right. Yeah, Dan, I, I I don't I don't understand. What are you talking
1: about? Dan, you're the first caller of the week. Good morning. You're hey, on the markets hey, and open morning.
6: I'll oh I will open up for the week. Anyway, uh, yesterday in full measure Cheryl Actison did a a study on the Amish community in Lancaster County on COVID nineteen. Now some of the more modern did go along with our process, given the so-called vaccine. But the greater amount of the Old Order Amish, Old Order Mennonites, what they did, they did shut down for a, a month. Are, you know, COVID, we hit in March the 11th, 2020. By May, they decided... We're not going to go along with this. We're going back to our normal life and we're going to depend on immunity, natural immunity. So what they did, they opened up their churches again, started to have churches. And the way they take Holy Communion is different than a lot of us. They drink out of one cup, they pass the cup of grape juice from one to another and that's the way they did communion, and about 90% of them come down with COVID-19. Wow. But they didn't go to the hospital. They Because if you go to the hospital, you couldn't visit. So they stayed home, and they, the death rate wasn't any higher than it would have been the year before among the Amish community and the old order Mennonite so they went through it and now they're they're going on mask everywhere which they did before but but they have natural immunity and I was thinking this is what a lot of us said why why shut down the whole country, the whole economy why not let us go through the the natural he, imi- immunity and keep business going. Now they're back in school full time, no problem
1: and that so, would have been wise for us to do or or I guess we still could do it uh, just open up get it you know do as you did uh, get it uh, recover yep. and you know and then you got natural uh, uh what do they call it natural immunity Unity. what you have yep. antibodies you have natural antibodies yeah
6: I, and uh, yep and they that's what they decided to do and I thought what I know I I know you even mentioned that back a long time back, and I mentioned it, why shut the whole country down? Yeah, nursing homes and assisted living is, I agree, we should have mitigated that, but not the whole country. And here we are, we still have a lot of COVID-19 going through, and even people that are inoculated are getting the COVID-19 and the one Pfizer that there's more people getting it through that than any of the other so called vaccines they're they're getting it back again after they had the, the inoculation so what did we really gain by shutting down the country we practically killed Well, we did kill a lot of businesses, and we almost ruined our whole economy. Look at the debt we're in now.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, that was Congress's fault. That's not the uh, the virus's fault. That's our, your, our congressmen and women, are are bipartisan congressmen and women borrowing ridiculously. That's that's what leads to bipartisan? debt.
2: Bipartisan? Are you aware of anybody who's bipartisan in Washington?
1: Uh, well, they were last year. They're not this year. All right. Thank you so much, Dan. Excellent points. appreciate. preview. Uh, we'll have to watch that. Uh, I'd be curious to uh, see how fair that is. Sinclair is a very conservative uh, network, but uh, we'll ho- hopefully she took a good look I agree. at it.
6: Yeah, I appreciate them, you know. Well, we have to get had, another caller going. There st- other programs yeah. that were good, too, but they took them off, but they still have full measure, I think. I'm thankful for that.
1: All right, we got you. Thank Thanks you so man. much. Nice. Have a good
3: one. Have a great one. Hey, you you too. Too, buddy. Take Thank you. Thank
1: you so much. All right, quickie break. Uh, Stan is waiting. We'll be right back.
3: When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade. No No matter how much they say they will, the SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth.
1: K OK News Time. It is now eight fifty. Thank you, everybody, for joining us on Wdko's On the Mark program. Stan is on the line. Thanks for waiting, sir. Go
2: right ahead. Morning, Stan. Good
7: morning. Uh, why? Why does the woke left so uh, bigoted against the Italian Americans in this country?
1: I think it's just Columbus. Uh, Italian Americans should. Oh. Yeah, Joe. What? Who what were your suggestions for no, a, a better Italian hero? there are others. Italian there's hero?
2: Vasco da Gama. There's Amerigo Vespucci. There are other Italian and explorers. And Amerigo is
1: where we got America, right? Right. right. So there are definitely Italian uh, characters who are explorers and this kind of thing who would be uh, perhaps better choices. I mean, it's not my debate to have, Maybe. I'm just weighing in on it. What's your view on yeah. this, Stan? You know a lot of indigenous well. people and the, you've studied this. <laughs> it, 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 do they have anything to go on, or is this just a blowing smoke?
7: Well, let's see. It's history, right? Last time I checked, it was history. And last time I checked, there's not a single person born today that did anything to indigenous people in the past. Correct? Right. Okay. So why should we be paying reparations to anyone? We can acknowledge the past. Parts of it were bad. Which you know, you know, attacking and, and killing indigenous people because of who they were—that's bad. But it happened. We can't change what happened. And we can't pay the people that it happened to because they're not here and their families aren't here. Although, you know, they would some people would differ that with that, but uh, you know it is what it is, it's history. So, you know, you live with it, you learn why it from it, and you don't repeat it.
1: That's the answer. And you honor them. <laughs> The most murderous characters you can find with a big statue. Uh, How
7: do you you figure that uh, Columbus was the most
1: murderous, Mark? He was among the most murderous. Yeah, probably not the most murderous, you're right. I I don't know enough about history, but we know enough about him now. Maybe,
7: maybe, maybe we should be honor, honoring Leif Erikson. Isn't he the one, supposedly, that discovered this, the North American continent before Columbus? Sure, you sure. must not
2: have heard the par- early <laughs> part of the program. He was a Viking, and well, they weren't always too friendly to either. They, they committed some atrocities. <laughs>
7: <laughs> no, I didn't hear that part. Of it. I was probably walking between the car and here. But, you know, it is what it is. It's history. All you can yeah. do is learn from it, all right? And obviously the Democrats haven't learned from it because they're letting... The tyranny of, you know, Biden uh, trying to uh, initiate his tyranny upon this nation with his mandates and all that. So we'll see how this all plays out. All right. They haven't learned from it because the tyranny is coming out of Washington now. Biden's tyranny. As far as, as, uh, you know, the the
1: supply transportation
7: issues and the supply chain issues. Where is Pete Buttigieg? Where is he? We haven't heard from him. That's all his purview as secretary of uh, transportation, correct?
1: Well, yeah, and Secretary of Commerce, whomever that is, should be stepping up. Yeah, and I, I, I didn't have time to ask Dr. Chen this morning, but, you know, his view is consumers will have to fix it, and part of it is patience. But it seems to me that if you had a national initiative to make in America, maybe you could supply these issues that can't get here from overseas. If you could, you know, it must be some way to start up something to help this issue, you know, get more things made in America.
7: Well, the problem with that is Mark, and I agree with you. Everything should be made in America. That's so the way it is, but to get up and running of this at, at the level it needs to be made, you know, to happen, ain't going to happen overnight.
1: Yeah, all ten, right? Ten years. And, and
7: as far as you know, he says, "You said the professor says that Americans can change it with patience."
1: <laughs> well, that would help anyway.
7: Americans aren't
2: patient. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's not our nature. Well, we didn't have the patience to change things in World War II when we had to change industry overnight, on a dime almost, to make the America truly the arsenal of democracy. But if we had that kind of incentive, we could do it again today. We could make chips. We could make television sets. We could get our manufacturing base back again. All it takes is a gut the guts in Washington to put in place the policies that would make that happen.
7: Well, you mean the, for them to get out of the way?
2: That would be a good first start.
7: But, but the problem is, the industry isn't here. All right. And during World War II, you know, the, the steel industry and the manufacturing—they went from building cars to tanks. Okay, those those industries were there. Okay. All right, but they're not here
2: now.
5: Well, you know, we
7: don't have—we have very few chip manufacturers in this country. I don't even know if Texas Instrument is making chips in this country.
2: My point, was, That's that big problem. My point Stan, was that if we had the resolve, we could make it happen, whether we have the, inf- the necessary ingredients right now or not. We could get them. I trust American ingenuity. You give an American a challenge, and an American will find a way to resolve it.
7: I don't disagree with you, Joe. The problem is the way people are in this country, they want it overnight, and it won't happen overnight. It can not happen overnight, and the government needs to get out of the way, and they won't.
2: Well, they've got to stop at least spending trillions and trillions of dollars. I mean, they're they're following poor Kristen Sinema around. I guess they're going to follow her today at the Boston Marathon, yelling at her, which, which, what do you want to cut out, welfare for children, uh, help for the uh, poor people? You know, th- those are unfair questions. Yes. What she wants to do is yes. not spend so much money that we don't have. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, cut it. Oh, yes,
7: cut it. So stop spending it, all right? You know, like I said before. If they, they, they need to go back about five years, the spending level then, and just set it at that and go forward. Not increasing the spending, but cutting some.
5: You know, the, the, what
7: they're cutting is nothing, all right? If, if they have a proposed budget and they, and they have less than they do the year before, that's a cut. But they didn't use all the money the year before. I know how the government works. By, by <laughs> September 20, 30, 30th or 31st, whatever it is in the September, what is it, 30 days? Anyways, by the end of September, if whatever money they haven't spent isn't used, they won't get it the next year, so
1: they make sure they spend it. I've seen it happen. Well, this is October, but anyway, I know what you mean.
7: Yeah, the, well, the end of the fiscal year, which is the end of September. Oh, I gotcha. Correct? Okay,
1: Right. Yeah, yeah, so a... use it
7: or lose it. That's the mentality in the federal government
1: trying to find this. um, uh, Let's see.
2: Something just happened. Are you still there, Stan? Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I'm
7: still here. (laughs) Oh,
1: here you go. Um, Stan, you'll be very happy to know uh, that... in Washington and in the U.S., some lawmakers are pushing for a fourth round of stimulus checks. Oh my that would be—I kid you not. <laughs> Can you imagine? So far, the federal response to the economic crisis uh, caused by the coronavirus pandemic has paid out thirty-two hundred dollars to every man, woman, and child in the U.S. Um, and then let's see, CBS goes on. Hold on. Well, I'm there's
2: sorry. a there's an article in the uh, Pen Live every day. For the status of the fourth stimulus check, you know, well, I don't think we need. Well, a. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's the one check.
1: that's supposed to be if, in the mail. I think they're talking about.
2: No, I think if, they're talking if, about a new if, one. <laughs> well, if, if they
7: do that, that will give us all the opportunity to go out and buy more guns and ammo. Okay, <laughs> just what they want, right? Well, we need to buy more guns and ammo for the coming whatever.
2: Are you prophesying a civil war, Stan?
7: No, no, but that's definitely not what I want. I never want to ever see something like that happen again in this country, because I know what happens, and it's ugly, and it's unnecessary. It's definitely unnecessary. We need to get rid of the people that are down there causing the problems, though, and that's done through the ballot box. But there are people that will push the wrong button on somebody, whether it's on the left or the right. We have seen it. We have seen it all last summer.
2: You know what I'd like to see? Destroyed cities. I would like to see uh, all the liberals be put in one part of the country and all the conservatives in the other part, and let them form two separate countries and see which one succeeds. If I, if the liberals succeed <laughs> and I'm wrong, I will say, hey, we're joining up with you. You guys are right. But uh, my guess is that the conservative side would actually... You know, manage to be more productive and more profitable for its citizens and able to produce more in the way of goods and services, while I think the side on the left would wind up having a whole lot of people dependent on the government for their existence. I agree with you.
1: 21 Senators, all Democrats, signed a March 30th letter to Mr. Biden in support of recurring stimulus payments pointing out that the $1,400 payments being distributed by the IRS don't tide people over for long. Oh my
7: God. Yeah, no no, kidding. What, are we so tiding, they're, looking, what they're looking for is a universal basic what income. What are we tidying them over for? Which is another tenet of communism.
2: What are we totting them over for? There are zillions of jobs out there going begging. <laughs> So that they there you go. Keep get the a rec- job. We get off the
7: quick flattening your seat cushions and get a job.
2: We're
1: concerned that recliners will fly out into space, so we must weigh them down. Get a job. Yeah, it. It. Thank you so much, Stan. Appreciate the call. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the first half hour. More to come. This is WKOK Sunbury.
0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Joe McGranahan is here. Rob Center back from a few uh, days off. So we're very glad to see him back on the radio as our fabulous producer. He's ready to answer the phone. Call him 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at WKOK.com and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. We've been talking about supply chain issues. We've been talking about indigenous people. One of our good callers, Dan, uh, saw that the uh, full measure report about the Amish and how they dealt with, coped with, uh, lost a few people, but uh, basically survived the uh, pandemic. So will be anxious to see this, I believe, some sort of a documentary type format. So we'd like to look at that. Sinclair is a conservative-leaning organization, but that doesn't mean that this wouldn't have some great factual information for us. So you might have a remark about that. one 800 795 9565 is our telephone number uh, on the market is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company and I want to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company I want to give you the basic rundown of the basics of this uh, basic uh, great American success story family owned dealership since 1915 two locations now 4th Street and Sunbury and routes 11 and 15 in Hummels Wharf of course you can find them at festivals and you can see the Sunbury Motor Company vehicle that they'll have in the upcoming parade in Sunbury and it's an opportunity for you to do business with a great successful family-owned business that's employing hundreds of families in our area. You can visit the Quick Lane on North 4th Street in Sunbury. I've been there recently. They helped expedite a crisis type situation very nicely, so we were grateful for that. They specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspections, nitrogen for your tires. They're open Monday through Friday 6.30 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday 6.30 a.m. to 2 p.m. Find them on the web at sunburymotors.com Check out their online special. That build a Ford, Hyundai, or Kia to your precise specifications. And they're a premier service provider for all makes of cars and trucks. Uh, masterful towing service with decades of damage-free experience. They would just love to help you out at the Sunbury Motor Company. So please, yes, avail yourself of them. And uh, you'll be joining the millions of people who have been uh, happy customers thanks to the Sunbury Motor Company. Uh, in the news, we'll do some brief news headlines here but you can line up with your remarks about either or Columbus Day or Full Measure or the Amish community or uh, whatever else we talked about, supply chain. Uh, call us now, 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at on the market up at the KOK.com, and you can text us at 70236 include the keyword OTM. Susquehanna Valley Conservatives out with an announcement about their next meeting. Uh, typically, the Conservatives would be meeting tonight, but they say they moved it to next week so they can host U.S. Congressman Fred Keller. He'll be the speaker. He'll address the latest news in Washington, D.C. The meeting, which they say is free and open to the public, October 18th is at the Lewisburg-Best Western near Lewisburg. It starts, uh, let's see, the meeting starts at 7 p.m. Uh, they, they will have a town hall format, uh, format, and you can get more information at Valley Conservatives. dot com. State Representative Linda Schlegel-Culver will be hosting a free breakfast for veterans next month. The event is scheduled Friday, November 5th, 9 a.m. at the Christ Community United Methodist Church in Sealance Grove. The State House member from the 108th District says the meal is sponsored by Humana. She says the goal, honor the men and women who serve and have served the U.S., all of our veterans. Pollinators are still declining in overall numbers. Bucknell University biologist Dr. Elizabeth Capaldi says this is a big issue.
8: So the use of pesticides in our environment has a major impact on pollinators. In addition, there are problems that we know are emerging from the fact that climate is changing and the availability of food for these pollinators is changed.
1: And she says plant lots of goldenrods, which she notes is not an allergen producer. Summersweet, sedum, bee balm, and butterfly bush are great uh, pollinator plants. Pittsburgh Post-Gazette had a story over the weekend about a Halloween attraction that got nixed in the community of North Huntington because it violates zoning laws, the Springwood Manor Home Haunt. The Springwood Manor Home Haunt on Pickford Street was shut down Thursday because it was operating a commercial haunted house that violates the township's zoning laws. The township manager said that they'd notified uh, the couple who lives there that they could not open in order to comply with zoning ordinances. They'd have to be granted a variance, but the zoning board doesn't meet till next month and typically doesn't render save day decision. They said the family has spent about $10,000 modifying their home so it could be a wonderful uh, haunted house. They say it's a three and a half minute dark ride through the house even a 10,000 dollar rail system in the house so you can ride through the basement of course they have a 2000 square foot basement uh, is that super big 2000 square feet i'm not well, sure i know it's not bad feet. some houses okay, are okay so less that's than a big that. house okay so yeah you can uh, ride on a track Probably a big ranch house with a full basement a big a big ranch okay so 2000 square foot basements converted into the haunted house but it was a commercial endeavor for them because they were asking for donations at the door.
2: Donations, or were they charging? Uh, well, they ask for donations. Well, that doesn't sound like a charge then. That so that'll sound help commercial. if they get try to in get In other it. words, if I don't have to donate, mm-hmm. then it's not commercial. Okay. But if they're charging me a fee to get in, then they've got a commercial enterprise.
1: Yeah, originally the couple had sold tickets online for $12 per person, but with some proceeds going to Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. But that later they decided to switch to a donation after, of course, running afoul of the zoning laws under the... Circumstances, so but they want to try to get it to to happen anyway.
2: First of all, you might question their sanity spending that <laughs> much money. <laughs> well, they live for Halloween, apparently.
1: You know, so I I know a few people. Their Halloween is is like Christmas times two or three to them. So, all right, one eight hundred seven. Other people who believe it's evil, one eight hundred seven. That I'd say they're pretty, <laughs> a pretty small group at this point. Oh, we've had some of them call this show from time We to time. like to make fun of the devil every day. All right, Mike, you're on the mark. Thanks for being patient through the headlines. Go right ahead.
4: Oh, you're welcome. You know, one of the things I love about your show is you know, listening to you guys talk about different things, and it brings back memories. And you talked about people loving Halloween. Yeah. Uh, I used to work all the time, so I never went to football games on a Friday night, and I really didn't know what was going on in the world until I retired. So when I retired, i I go down to Shemokin to see a football game, and i drive into Shemokin, and it's around Halloween, and I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, look how decorated it is for Christmas. And then I realized, no, it's not Christmas. This is Halloween. I mean, I was just like... I couldn't believe how much uh, Halloween de- decorations people had up all over the streets of Shamok, it was crazy.
2: Oh, go into Sunbury ch- sometime. They do it pretty good in Sunbury, too.
4: I'll check it out. And then you're talking about the... Uh, the woman was talking about the bee pollinators. Well, <clears throat> listen, I, one of my things is I love to grow mums, and at this time of the year, they t- it turns into a beautiful carpet cushion of color. And I just want to warn your people, don't never take your palm... To rub along that cushion at this time of the year because them bees are in there, they're getting pollination or whatever the heck they're doing, and you can get your hand, the palm of your hand, stung pretty darn easily.
1: Mm. Okay, yeah, they <laughs> would go de- deep into the plant looking for more blossoms.
4: Whatever they're doing, I have no idea, but I know they love my mums. And I learned not to <laughs> rub my hand along that beautiful cushion of color. Now you were talking about, uh, and I and I missed your show. I got up late today, and I and I heard that you were talking about full measure in the uh, uh, COVID Amish. for the Amish people, right? Well, you know, I've been talking to Amish people when I go to these stands and buy my uh, whoopie pies, and uh, the ones that will talk say they're not interested in no vaccine. Okay, and uh, and I tell you what, <clears throat> it's interesting because. Cheryl Atkinson, she talked about the uh, immunity that you get from the antibodies if you get uh, COVID and survive, which is, you know, 99% of the people or more. And they say, now, this is scientific, and I know that the the left likes to say, I don't like science and I don't like facts and data, but the various studies that are coming around from different countries of the world that are being put out here in the United States are saying that if you have the antibodies, they are between 13 and 27 times more effective at preventing covid and bad effects so the antibodies supposedly according to the data from uh, countries like sweden and israel 13 to 27 times more effective than the current vaccines now what i want to know is why isn't our government talking about the number of people that already have antibody protection when they're, when biden 's out there saying we've got to get vaccinated. this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated when the reality is the CDC itself says about one hundred and thirty million Americans already have the antibodies so you combine you combine it with the people that have the uh, the vaccine and then the antibodies that 's a big chunk of the American people, so maybe we 're getting pretty darn close to what the Uh, amish people are down in lancaster county where they're saying that they have uh... herd immunity so you know I, i want i want facts that's my point i want our government and our cdc to start telling us all the facts not the only facts that are convenient to supporting the Biden agenda.
2: Well, years ago, um, my wife, well, I, I lived in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, and worked in the radio station there, managed a radio station there. And, and now they're telling the story of one of my friends sent me over the weekend that that area, Chambersburg and Waynesboro, is the highest rate of infection in the state. And it, it's not, you know, it's a rural rural area. Chambersburg's about 17,000, 18,000 people. The county's maybe 100,000 or so. Um, But the Chambersburg-Waynesboro area, what what makes them so prone to getting this Mm -hmm. disease? Well, Snyder County's
1: got a high rate of spread right now. So does Mifflin County. But you expect
2: Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, places that are heavily compacted in terms of population. That I can understand. But a place where, you know, if you drive around Franklin County or uh, (laughs) two minutes outside of Chambersburg, you're in the country.
4: Well, you know, here's what I have to say about that. You know, there's an old saying about statistics, and and I don't know... Exactly how it goes, but basically, you can make statistics to say whatever you want. And a lot of statistics have to do with the population. How many people are there? You know, if if you have a gigantic population, like a large city, and you have a certain number of cases, it doesn't sound as bad as if you have a thousand people and have ten cases. You know, it it basically has to do with where the virus was before and how many people got it, how many people had the vaccine. And if there's herd immunity or not, and, and 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 are the people getting really sick and going to the hospital and dying? No, I, I don't. I don't know. You know, you you know, you can come up. I mean, it's the same thing. Every headline almost that you see, if you delve into the headline, the headline what it means isn't what it people hear it to mean. In other words, you hear a headline that sounds absolutely horrible, and then you dig into it and you say, well, you know what? That's pretty much normal. So you know. I I don't <clears throat>
1: Well Eric if you go for 3 weeks without any covid Mike. cases Eric's next or Mike I'm sorry, Eric is next yeah if Mike if you have you go for 3 weeks without any covid cases on the state's uh, rate of increase and then you finally have one suddenly you have a 100% increase because you're right it's just based on your population and plus where you've been you know Franklin County might have had a very low rate over the summer and now has what you and I might call normal background spread but since you had very little in the past the contrast is that now you have a significantly high rate of spread, but it's only by comparison.
2: No, it's not. In this case it is actual cases.
1: Right. I, I understand that. Well, that's what what goes into the comparison.
2: I mean, they, they weren't low at what one point. What were the point. summer they numbers? They were average at
1: some, in okay. the summer. They but were now they have the average, but higher now than it's average. Now gone higher. Alright, Mike, right. we'll let you wrap up and we got to take the break. Go right ahead.
4: Okay, so let, let's just say you have, uh, what I said, the antibodies in about 130 million people. Okay, now That's, what, one out of, like, more than one out of every three people. Well, I know a lot of people, and it's not anywhere near one out of three people that got tested positive. Okay, so a lot of it has to do with how much testing you're doing. You know, the more testing you do, the more COVID you're going to find. And, and listen, I'm not downplaying COVID. I have friends that got very, very sick from it. So all I'm saying is statistics can be lies and misleading.
2: All right, we got you. Thank you so much. Well, there's the old expression. Figures don't lie, but liars figure. Oh, is that true? Okay, that sounds like a uh, a,
1: a Joeism, if a Papaism, if there ever was. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five is our telephone number. Hold on, Eric, but we'll take more comers. Talking about COVID and vaccine and numbers and Amish and Sinclair and supply chain, but other than that, we have a pretty singular focus today. You handed it to me. <laughs> I know, but this would be a bad time to turn the mic on. We're deep in the heart of a personal discussion. All 800 Eric, you're next up. Go right ahead.
5: Good morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Welcome back, Rob. I got good music. I guess I'm still the one, so that's great. Great to be back. <laughs> uh, figures don't lie, but liars will figure. But what if I'm figure on you lying, Joe? What does that mean?
2: I was just providing the uh, context for what uh, what our caller was searching for in terms of a, an expression.
5: I think it's also, uh, what, lies, blankety-blank lies, and then statistics. Is that the other one?
2: They're lies, right. Damn lies and statistics.
5: Yeah. Oh, I didn't know we could say that on the air, but okay. Yeah, that one's uh, okay. Okay. First, okay. You gonna get bleep. so I guess it's okay. Rob's right there on the button with me, though. Um, first of all, uh, we don't have Amish around here. We have Old Order Mennonite. Um, I know it's a fine distinction, but I mean, you know, um, but let's be uh, let's be correct with uh, with what we're calling our folks. And uh,
1: there's no Amish at all whatsoever around here. Very,
5: very few. Very, very few. But uh, there are it, some. It, They're all sects of the different uh, Anabaptist faith. But we're, actually we're mostly we're, are a lot of more style for Old Order Mennonites. Like there are different branches of that too. Hence, why we have some have black buggies, some have brown buggies with white. Uh, you know all kinds of different aspects of it. What they, but anyway, uh, that's not the point. Uh, the point is, previous caller Mike, I guess, was talking about. Oh, you know, if we can get herd immunity and get the, you know the active antibodies. But what about the people who die because they get it the first time? I mean, there's no assumption you're going to survive or not have really severe uh, after effects, perhaps permanent after effects from from getting it. So in fact, hey, we'll just get everyone sick and then. The strong survive. So what we just, you know, scoop <laughs> off the uh, the old people and the young people, and then the rest of us can be okay. And then we don't have to get our shots because we'll just, you know, go for herd immunity.
2: But but the, the majority of people that get this do recover. I mean, you're you're making it sound like you're more likely to die than to recover. But that's not at all the case. If
5: you are a certain age or have a certain pre-existing condition, you are.
2: So I, I haven't, haven't heard thank any. God, st- those
5: people, those. folks, That's what we have. The, Terrible, you know, death rate in our nursing homes and so forth, because those folks were were more, you know, susceptible to to not survive it.
2: Well, and the governor's piling all the people in there didn't help either.
5: Let's let's not let's not uh, go throw ourselves back eighteen months. Uh, we have a vaccine. Um, let's use it. Uh, you talk about incidents in those rural counties. Well, I think back to politics again. Those counties you're talking about are heavily, you know, conservative, and whatever reason, a lot of conservatives are taking a position on that, getting a shot, you can't tell me to take the shot and, you know, that's everybody else. I don't have any social responsibility. This is America. I'll do what I please. And well, that's,
2: that's the problem. Well, Franklin we County, Franklin, the, both Chambersburg and Waynesboro in Franklin County, and there's a heavy immigrant population there. Would you want to blame it on them?
5: Well, or would you rather blame just blame it on, the, it on okay, conservatives? What's the, uh, what's the uh, Democrat... Uh, Republican ratio there.
2: Well, there's a lot more ratio of, 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 of Hispanic natives in Franklin County, so I mean you can blame it on them too, right? Or is it always conservatives you want to blame it on?
5: Well, I don't know, but I, I'm just saying if you know. Uh, you, you also brought up Philadelphia and the high density. Well, we know Philadelphia is a heavily Democratic area, and I think you know. So why are they doing better? Because I think more the percentage rates. We know this of inoculation in Philadelphia's quite high compared especially to Snyder County and Union County, which is quite low statewide.
2: Well, I mean are people dying in Philadelphia? Some.
5: Yes, but not not at the uh, at the rate. And again again, statistics again, you know, yeah, we have more because you have three million people versus forty five thousand in Snyder County. But what's the rate? And, well, what, and is it? what you want about the statistics, it? but dead is dead, isn't it?
2: What what is the rate in <laughs> Philadelphia you seem to know? I don't.
5: Well, I'm, I'm not sure, but I know it, it's uh, not it's the high. rate that we have here in Southern County.
1: <laughs> it's higher. All right. Thank you so much, Eric. I'm not, sorry.
5: I'm not on my computer. I just come back to my PT appointment. I'm not on my computer. To, <laughs> oh, I feel so inadequate today, Joe. You caught me with my <laughs> statistics down. Oh,
2: no. I just wondered. You seem to know. I, I don't. <laughs> All right. You do it, have It to. is.
5: It is, it is the, the rate in Philadelphia is is quite a bit lower. For Otherwise, it would be through the, through the roof. But we have... We have 120 deaths, okay, in the Northeast area, and we have a population of, what is it, 500,000. If the rate in Philadelphia was so much higher than that, then we'd have like 5,000. I have
2: it for you. I have it for you here. An average of 289 289 cases per day were reported in Philadelphia County about the same as the average two weeks ago. Since the beginning of the pandemic, at least one in nine residents have been infected, a total of 177,237 reported cases. Right now, Philadelphia County is at a very high risk for unvaccinated people. (laughs)
5: <laughs> What's the rate in Snyder County, Union County?
2: I don't know. You uh, you asked me, we were talking about <laughs> Philadelphia. This well, stuff no, is hard to, to find. I'm
5: trying to compare here. I think ours is closer to one in five, I think. I mean, it's quite high.
2: Okay, well, I'll have to look that up and see if I can f- get that. <laughs>
1: all right, all Eric. Right. We got you. Thank you so much. I really all appreciate all right. it. Take care. Well. Thank, Thank you. Man. All right. One of our good listeners sends us a note says, Eric, it must be terrible to live in fear (laughs) another one says please explain why the majority of a, a certain minority neighborhoods in the New York City are unvaccinated they are generally not conservative people uh, and then another person says this Trump virus wouldn't be this bad if we had a real president like Joe Biden when the <laughs> pandemic began. Larger metropolitan areas have a lot of mask wearers, says another listener. And another says, I think it's great that Democrats are trying to help the people with a third or fourth. Well, I guess it'd be a fifth stimulus check. The Republicans would only take away from Americans and help the one percent. We need the fifth stimulus. According
2: to this, Snyder County has had 4,472 cases and 95 deaths.
1: Okay, right. So
2: the population of Snyder County is what, around 30,000? More than that. Is it 32? somewhere in that I'd say 40-some.
1: Oh, all right. No. Another listener says, uh, tell Stan, uh, spend it or lose it, um, about the stimulus money. I'm not sure I, I don't can.
2: think you want to use that word. Well, no, but I don't
1: <laughs> think I can give it context either. Well, anyway... Well, I, I can give it context. Okay, we were please. talking
2: about the fact that the federal government has to spend all of its money in September or they don't get it back, the agencies. Uh, oh, we were talking about He's the He's saying, tell Stan year. the same thing with the state, spend it or lose it. Every year I had to... Uh, um, Urinated Had to away. get rid of all the money. <laughs> what was left in the budget. Right. Yeah, we see that at other places. Okay, in upper right-hand corner, then the break. I know that people are concerned about long-term effects of the vaccine. That's a legitimate concern, but people didn't know the long-term effects of, sur- of uh, sugary breakfast cereal, soda, fast food. The list goes on and on. I hear that the problem is how quickly the vaccines were put out, much faster than previous ones. With those developed decades ago, there were no computers, crunching data and giving results, and a relative short amount of time. Even communication between researchers has become nearly instantaneous. I don't have a problem with a short time span for development, but as for waiting to know the long-term effects, does anyone think waiting 10 years to find it would have been a better idea? All right. Good point.
1: Yeah, so saw a great meme over the weekend showed this. Beer drinking guy with a big belly and eating all the steak and beef at a barbecue and saying, There's no way I want the vaccine. I don't want any poisons put into my body. (laughs) All right, 1 800 795 9565. We'll take a quickie break. We've got a caller standing by. We will be right back. Welcome back to the KOK okay, Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark one 800 9565 One of our listeners says the Biden fan, President Biden fan, needs to explain how the COVID deaths are almost at 2020 levels when there was no vax. So how's Biden doing? What's the death rate, would you say, Joe? We're having a spike. OK, is it significantly as almost as high as it was in November?
2: Um, Getting there.
1: It's getting there. OK, so what, maybe halfway there or maybe a third of the third way of there. Third of the way there. All right. So, yeah, not. Not, not nearly as high as last year. All 800 is our telephone number. Joseph, thank you for your patience. Please go right ahead. You're on the mark.
9: Uh, yes, uh, Joe said something about people. Some people think that uh, Halloween is evil. I'm one of those people, okay? I'd like to explain why, if I may. Briefly, uh, yeah, first of all, sure. all, if you look at the history and origin of it, that uh, ancient pagans thought that the spirits of dead people would come back and if you left some food out outside for them, they wouldn't uh, uh, disturb you or bother you or bug you, you know what I mean? That's hence where we get the thing trick-or-treat. In other words, give us a treat or we're going to trick you, you know? Wow. <clears throat> and anyway, uh, we are not supposed to participate in any of these uh, feasts of pagan uh, origins, okay? Uh, all, basically, all the feasts that they'll celebrate in the Christian world are that way. The, the spring feast of the equinox was uh, the festival of Astarte in ancient uh, Babylon, and we call it, of course, Easter. And, of course, Christmas was the we winter Saturnalia, which we call Christ Mass. And these are all evil, but Halloween is particularly evil because there's no other feast that they come right out And say they dress their children up like devils and witches and soothsayers. And uh, that's just a no no, according to the. But they also
2: dress them up as cowboys and Indians and space cadets. Absolutely,
9: and angels and and fairies and uh, all those things. But the feast itself is ironic. No,
2: there is no feast. Now, I there is no the Joseph. Do not think. Joseph. There is no feast of, of of Halloween that I've ever heard as a feast day. Do you have a feast on Halloween, Mark? <laughs> only, the, only leftover chocolate. Oh, it's candy. We hand out candy. Kids right. have fun. I mean, it's not. It's not like it's a demonic uh, event where people are out killing cats and stringing up bats. I think
1: we're making fun of the devil,
2: not uh, worshiping him. Yeah, we are making fun of him. You're actually
9: perpetuating an ancient pagan ritual which you're (laughs) commanded in the Bible. In Deuteronomy chapter 12, read it. Don't serve me the way the pagans serve their gods. And that is exactly what the Christian world and pagans are okay. doing today.
2: So God it's doesn't a have a God doesn't put the history upon it. God doesn't have a sense of humor, then he doesn't enjoy a good <laughs> no, good no, time. No, he he
9: has a sense of humor, I'm sure, but he does not share his glory with pagan demonic sources. Nobody
2: right. is worshiping a demonic source by dressing up in a you, costume you don't and saying trick or treat.
9: What you're doing. In fact, oh, okay. it, the prophet Jeremiah <laughs> said, You're serving God that you know not. He told the people of Judah that. Well, what you what don't are, realize you're serving pagan deities. What does it say in the they New Testament so. about this? They thought they were serving the Almighty.
1: What does it say in the New Testament about this?
9: Uh, a lot. Like what? Well, okay, in, in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians, Paul said... Those that worship idols worship demons. We now, don't, no, I don't worship an idol. No, I don't listen, worship... Listen to me once, you, had, you, wanted to, you give me a question
2: here. Okay.
9: No self-respecting pagan in ancient Rome or Greece <laughs> that worshiped idols thought they were worshiping demons. When they worship an idol of Zeus, they thought that was a great god of thunder and lightning, and they were giving glory to that oh, god. That's not, says, idols, that's, not the, that's, that's not the same thing. That's not the same
2: as that's, Halloween. That's, they didn't realize that they were worshiping demons. That's right. not the same as Halloween, Joseph. That's Nobody <laughs> is worship. I don't worship the little girl who comes to my door dressed up as a witch.
1: As a scarecrow. And
2: I don't stone her to death either. I mean, it says, don't that's suffer wrong. a witch to live.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, Joseph, we'll let you wrap up. Go
2: right They're ahead. not
9: going to have eternal life. They're going to be thrown in a lake of fire if they don't repent.
2: For going to trick-or-treat in a costume. Pardon me? For going to trick-or-treating in a costume, God's going to throw them in the lake of fire.
9: Well, if people are doing those things, they're ignorant. They don't realize that they're doing something wrong. Oh, ignorant.
2: Ignorant. Okay. (laughs) Okay. okay. All right.
9: They're just ignorant of it. That's all.
2: All right. I was
9: ignorant. I'm ignorant of a lot of things even today until I learn what's right and wrong. Uh, are you not? Are you not able to learn something?
1: Yep, we're listening. All right, thank you, you so much. Jason.
9: I've changed my mind about a lot of things, and I'm continuing. All Hopefully, right. I continue in that way. Well, you know. I'm open enough to see if I'm doing something wrong to change that.
2: Well, a lot of communities are sponsoring trick-or-treat nights and Halloween parades, and I don't think that God's going to come down and smite them for that. Do you? (laughs) I worship the Hershey Chocolate Chocolate Company. company. Yeah, right. (laughs) I think it's just a a real ploy to sell candy. That's all it is. Who makes blowpops? They're my favorite... I'm I'm an M&M's fan. Oh, Mars. Yes,
1: you and Mars. They're, they're a evil company if there ever was one. Uh, let's see. One of our listeners says, there are Amish in our valley in Union County. They're in the Dry Valley, Winfield area, some west of Allenwood. There's a large number in the Turbotville area. There's a large number of the horse and buggy Mennonites, mostly in Union County. All right, Bob, thank you for patience. Go right ahead. You're on the mark.
10: Yeah, there's a ton of Amish in our area, but... uh. Anyway, as far as we can sin all our lives, and as long as we ask for forgiveness in the end, we'll go to heaven.
2: Well, uh, so, I, don't, I don't know that. Not if you go trick-or-treating, according to our last caller. I'm, I'm not, <laughs> Well, gonna...
10: you know, I've been robbed trick-or-treating when I was a little kid one time. I said something to somebody, and they didn't like it, and they came up and stole my candy. Oh, me. man. Oh. Yeah, that's how bad it was back in the 70s. <laughs> but uh,
2: Where was that?
10: In Sunbury, right by the high school. Come on. I would be scarred yeah, now. Royal.
2: That person's probably going to be in the lake of fire. Well, yeah, that makes sense.
10: I hope I hope they got something payback. But uh, anyway, I was calling about you know everybody's complaining about the government giving money out. Well, right. you know it's about time the government does help people. And you know, ex president Trump, twice impeached, had to send a letter out to every American with his signature on that cost hundred million dollars. This still is, you got a letter from him with his signature on her. No, he
2: signed the checks. He signed the checks. He made sure a signature well, was, was no on checks. the check. Well, no checks.
10: Everything was direct deposit for most of us.
2: Oh, well, I got a check.
10: But he still sent us a letter anyway, even if it was direct deposit.
2: All right. We got you, Bob. Anything well, you else? know, and uh, I see ads on TV that uh, Joe Biden is helping us. He's making the big corporations pay their fair share. As far as I know, there hasn't been any change in the tax law since Joe Biden's been in office. Well, uh, They're lying uh, about that. Well, that's you know? a forward-thinking statement.
10: It's, it's going to take time for that to happen.
2: Yeah. Well, the guy's saying it's happening now that Joe Biden's on his side. He's giving real help to working people.
10: But don't but, you know how Joe just- – Courtright guys putting up these fake lies about Nancy Pelosi taking two hundred million dollars for a park in California. Who who can build a two hundred million dollar park in California? Well, don't get me started. And then on- they're spreading these lies about the tax breaks for this. And that. every American can get a tax break if you buy an electric car. Every American can get a tax break if you buy a solar panel. Every American can get a tax break if you put up a windmill. Every American can get a tax break if you cut back on fossil fuels.
2: Well, how about Nancy Pelosi? You want to get started on Nancy Pelosi? She owns, oh, yeah, I love Nancy Pelosi. Well, she owns she's, several almost pieces. she's almost as good-looking as uh, Mark's life. She owns several pieces of real estate, including a mansion in Napa value, valued at $25 million, a D.C. waterfront condo worth over $2 million, and a red-brick mansion in California's Pacific Heights. Her husband That's owns when people ca- moved to America. <laughs> okay. Well, why isn't she paying her did, fair share? How did, did she, did she get all that?
10: Did she illegally that money. she sold drugs no she but she taxes. apparently She'll
2: legally earn that money in in march uh, her husband exercised 2 million dollars worth of microsoft options just 2 weeks before the tech giant got a 22 billion dollar contract to equip the us army with high tech headsets uh her husband let's see what else did they do um uh, they have gotten uh joe's very jealous <laughs> not why you know, she's gotten extra money from other, well, look, other look big Mans- companies. What does
10: Manson's boat say on the back of it? His yacht. Almost heaven.
2: Is that what it well, is? Right. That's West Virginia.
10: <laughs> yeah, and and, you know, we need to accept what it is and make it better than what it was. And if Trump ever gets elected again, I'll tell you what, our country will not be better than it is now
2: in
1: my opinion. He's leading in the polls. All right. Thank you so much, Bob.
2: Yeah. Have a good day. I I think, Bob, that when, you know, when push comes to shove, this country will vote based on the economy at the time of the election. And Joe Biden so far has not exactly been doing a bang-up job. His approval rates are in the tank. Ernie, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in.
7: Yes. Good morning. Hi. You're talking about the vaccine. Uh... I'm going to try not to get emotional here, but I will never get that. My father got that vaccine a couple months ago, and last Saturday he had a heart attack. And now he only has 30% of his heart that's working, okay? I heard very many reports on what that vaccine can do to your heart your kidneys, your liver, different things. It it just changes the makeup of your body. And the media will not tell you how many people have died from getting that vaccine. My wife, she knows different people right now that got that shot and they passed away and they're they're only like in their 40s. Uh, I won't get it, I never will get it.
2: Has anybody directly attributed your father's heart attack to to the vaccine? Well, he has. No, but I mean, the doctors. Are the doctors telling no. you Come that on, the so. vaccine is what caused it.
7: Hey, my, and this is another thing that just perturbs me. My, they brought my dad home. They they life flighted him from Evan to Geisinger last Saturday. We, we didn't th- we didn't think he was going to make it. Okay. There was, they're only allowing two people in. And it has to be the same two people every time. So my mother and my daughter was the only two that could see him. My brother and I, there we are. We're family, and we could not go in and see him, okay? And my sister asked them up there that saying about that he got that shot. There was no, no answer, okay? They didn't they didn't talk about it and i'm not saying that that shot made my dad get a heart attack i'm not saying that but there's there's a lot of people that have died from this getting this vaccine and i i'm going i'll go back to when this virus first started okay okay and i was you know i know people don't like fox news I do. John Hannity had a doctor on there, and he said, and you can look this up, if you're O-positive blood type, you're less likely to get it. And if you do, you have mild symptoms. Well, I'm Mm O-positive. So that's what I'm banking on. Yeah, me too.
6: (laughs) Me Me too.
1: Me three. (laughs) I think that's the most common blood type, isn't it? Right. It's universal Yeah, yeah, it is,
7: yeah. And, uh... Like I said, now my father and I, when he said he got the shot, I said, Dad, you know, that's your decision. Because he had, he has other issues. He ha- he's diabetic, too. And he, he's, he'll soon, he'll be 84 next month if he makes it, okay? So I'm not condemning somebody that gets it. But then if you don't want to get it, it's your choice, you know? That's how I look at this. Uh,
1: So you're against. They're
7: pushing, pushing for this.
3: Right. So you're against mandates. A vaccine
7: ID card, but yet then they they have they want they don't want you to get a voter ID card. What that don't make sense.
1: (laughs) What about? uh, So you're against mandates for the vaccine? Like some places require you to get vaccinated. You're not in favor of that, right? No. All right, we got you.
7: My, my, okay, I, 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 I don't want to hold you up.
1: No, that's, a, that's two, what we're here two, for. I have two
7: grandchildren that's going to Mifflinburg School, and that's a great school. But they have the mask mandate. My son pulled them out, and they're doing their schoolwork online because... I can't see making kids suffer wearing a mask all day long. I, I hate, I, I haven't worn one in a long time because I wear glasses, I get tired of my glasses steaming up, and uh, you can't breathe. And masks don't help anyway. And so that's, you know, I, I just thought I I haven't called since back before the election, and I just thought today I was all listening right. to your program. and. We I just you. thought I'd put my two cents in, you know. Oh, we're certainly All right. going to
2: keep a good thought for your father. hope everything yep. else works out for him. Thanks for calling yep. and sharing that thank with you, us. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All
1: right, 1-800-795-9565. Email us, as no one has done in the past five minutes, at onthemarketwkok.com and text us at 70236. Joe, here's the very latest one right in front it of you.
2: says, Bob, you've swallowed the evil, leftist lies, hook, line, and sinker. Careful you don't choke on them.
1: <laughs> I think there's a lot of lies around here. They're not just leftists. I think the rightists have it, too. Uh, that's my view. Alright, 1-800-795-956. Like fire is waiting for you. <laughs> oh, man. Welcome back to KOK okay, Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. We may have the two callers that will help wrap up the show. Another listener called with some pretty definitive information about uh, COVID 19 vaccine says, My father died at age 75 with diabetes and he had a heart attack, but that was long before the Trump virus.
2: Do they mean the China virus? Is that what they're talking about? Well, I don't know. Before COVID 19. I don't think Trump caused the virus. All right, so Al gets the full chit-chat,
1: and Dan gets the last minute. So, Al, you're on the mark. Yeah,
8: um, uh, I'd like to ask you guys, whatever happened to the HIPAA law?
1: What HIPAA law? It's <laughs> still in effect. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, who's violating well,
8: yeah, it? They also may be asking you what you had, what kind of uh, shot you had, and all this. Uh, information that, like, did you have COVID, and we just volunteer that information?
1: Oh, I get it. Is it a violation of HIPAA to ask somebody their vaccination status like at an event? Okay.
2: Not unless you're a medical person, personnel. I mean, I can ask you your status, but if I'm a doctor and you're in a hospital and I want to share your condition with somebody else, now I'm running afoul of HIPAA.
8: Yeah, you don't have to give out your medical information when somebody asks you, are you vaccinated, unless you're like a doctor,
2: right? Well... I think it's only a violation for healthcare professionals to give out the information. If I ask you a question and you voluntarily answer it, that's not a violation of HIPAA. Right, you don't have to answer. Well, it. You don't It'll have to answer, it. to
8: answer it. To answer you. What, what I'm getting at is, whose business is it? Who has a vaccination and who
2: doesn't have a vaccination? Well, I think it's the business of those people <laughs> who want to let you into their business if you're not vaccinated or not. Or their hospital or their government office. Right, I mean, they have the right. What if you had the COVID? Well, you don't have to. You don't have to go in. In other words, you don't have to go to my business if I have a policy that you can't come in here unless you're vaccinated. You don't have to come in. You can go somewhere else. Doesn't have that policy.
8: But by, by asking the question, aren't you?
2: violate and HIPAA law? No, well, because it applies that, to medical professionals.
1: Right, and <laughs> it, it, if you think it is a HIPAA violation, you can decline to answer the question. I mean, it's up to you. Nobody's searching your medical records. There's no medical professional who's disclosing that information without your permission. It's up to you to disclose it if you so choose to proceed through the gate of wherever they're asking you. So, I think if you're if they called your doctor behind your back and asked your vaccination status, I think that will be a HIPAA violation on the part of the doctor if she answered it. But uh, for the most part, it's people volunteering the information when asked.
2: Yeah, that sounds right. So if you can't
8: check, so you can just say, yeah, I was vaccinated. Well, about. yeah,
1: that's true. You can always lie. Yeah, you can. That's been a standby for people during this pandemic <laughs> But for if, a they while. Asked, if
2: they But if they ask to see your vaccination card to get into the building, as I think you have to show one in New York to eat inside in a restaurant, you either get a fake one or you actually get the vaccine and have the card.
8: Well, you can get a fake one. There you go.
2: Well, people are getting <laughs> fake ones. <laughs> <laughs>
8: well, what, what, what is it? Anyway, oh, I mean, if you can skirt the law like they always do... Uh,
2: Well, it all comes down to good faith. In other words, if uh, this argument that I have uh, with Eric from time to time about, you know, we all need to protect ourselves to the level of protection we are comfortable with, and that my obligation is to keep me safe, and your obligation is to keep you safe. Well, no, but you can be uncomfortable.
8: I took the vaccination. I'm a conservative, and... um some people say you're going to die in five years. Remember, I called you about the plumber and said, "Well, you're going to be dead in five years." And I said, "Why? Why do you say that?" He says, "Because for the last ten years they've been trying to get this technique of medicine, where it changes your in uh, your uh, genetics, to work on animals, and, and mm-hmm. they couldn't get it to pass any animal test yet." So. Al, you're part of the big experiment.
2: Al, All right, you, you're, get... a con- you're a conservative. Al, I wouldn't have, I would have never guessed. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right, thank you so much, That's Al. Nice Thanks
0: Al.
1: for calling in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. One of our listeners says, since masks don't work, next time you have surgery, please tell everybody in the operating room to not wear a mask.
2: They don't work. Tom's got a good point there. <laughs> nice. That one. is a very good point. All right, but Dan. they're wearing more sophisticated masks than we're likely to wear. Mm, oh no, surgical masks are just cloth
1: masks and, you know, a couple layers, but not nothing spectacular. Dan, you're on the mark.
6: Well, you were talking, they talked about how many people died from COVID-19. They're up to a little over 700,000. But I go back to full measure a couple weeks ago. They did a study in Colorado, and, yeah, there's a couple tested positive COVID-19. They were positive, but what happened, it was a murder suicide. When that got to the government, it turned out it was deaths from COVID-19. And them statistics are still on the book as of two weeks ago that they died from COVID-19, which we know isn't true.
1: Yeah, they, but what what does the statistic really say? Usually, like in Pennsylvania, it says people who have died when they had COVID nineteen. It doesn't specifically say that the COVID nineteen killed them. They might have died right. of a heart attack, but they got that unfortunately when they had. I mean, coincidentally, perhaps. Or yep.
6: And how many? And Cheryl Atkinson again said they did a complete study out there, and in that area, at least fifty. She would say fifty percent actually died from COVID nineteen itself, and the other half died from other things, such as the murder suicide.
1: Oh, all right. Thank you okay, so thanks, much, Dan. Many
6: people would have recovered more than likely. They were healthy young people.
2: Okay, we're out of time, Dan. Thank all you. All right, guys. I appreciate your great call. Take care. Rest of the day. Thanks. Bye. You Thank too, sir. Well, we didn't resolve all of the world's problems. Tomorrow's our guests, right? I don't know. Dr. Paul Seavers, or is that Wednesday? I don't know. Um, I Wednesday, you. you're not no, here. You Wednesday, you're not here. So right, it, well, you
1: wouldn't have scheduled it Wednesday. No. Yeah, tomorrow we have guests. So we're going to hear about the Civil Discourse Center in Lewisburg. So we're going to find about civil dialogue. This is WKOK Sunbury.